Hey, Happy New Year. My name is Alexa Ace, and you're listening to Women and Music. This season, 2021, it's just going to be me. My co-host, Michaela Payne, accepted a stellar new job. Expect things to get a little more personal, as I'm an open empath and want to ask my guest questions from the heart. I started Goldhand Girls in 2016, where it became a first-of-its-kind digital feminism meets music platform. My whole goal was to build awareness around women in the music industry. We quickly gathered writers, graphic designers, photojournalists, art majors, and so much more to create this digital collage of experiences, ideas, and opportunity. Goldhand Girls became a platform to connect, and that's my exact goal with Women in Music. I want to create evergreen content for anyone who's ever doubted themselves in the music industry, especially during the past few years. Let Women in Music by Goldhand Girls be an archive of inspiration. Above all, be gold. Please welcome my first guest, Mae Muller. Mae is a North London-bred artist with an outrageous talent for spinning her messiest emotions into wildly catchy pop songs. A quote from Paper Magazine recently said, unapologetic, self-assured, and fiercely independent, Mae Muller is the next big British sensation. And I couldn't agree more. Introducing Mae Muller. I really wanted to just get your opinions and, and hear about your life and also your life as a massively rising musician and in pop. Oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, wow. yeah. I'm here to lift you up. Oh my God, I love. Well, I'm ready. <laughs> ready to go. All right. Okay. Honestly, the first question that I really wanted to get started with kind of can relate to like LA and that um, sense of competition. I want to know what it's like to you because I saw one of your tweets recently and it's like, fuck competition. Oh, yeah. So what's it oh. like to you to be a female in pop right now? I think, I think just being like a female in society in this day and age, like you're put, like you're so up against the world and you're put up against other women. So then being in the music industry, it's just like 10 times that. And I think it took me a while to get to a point where like, I just stopped letting other people's opinions kind of change my opinions on other people, if that made sense. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, I kind of got it into head that like we were all put up against each other and oh she was on that list and I wasn't and that's like she must be better than me and she's doing what and then oh that person's like doing that like you know playing that show and I'm not and I just thought this is like ridiculous like it's so stupid because everyone's on their own journey yeah and it's actually really really easy to like be happy for people and I think once you put that out there then you actually feel so much better like there's an artist a female artist she's really really amazing and talented and I remember someone like out the blue was just like oh yeah I think she's like your biggest competition Mm. and I was like why would you even say that because I was just like I I think I was talking about her and like a very I was just like complimenting her thinking like I, I just thought she was sick they were like, yeah, yeah, she's probably like your biggest competition. And I was like, why have you now put that in my head? Because mm. now I'm looking at her and I'm going, oh my God, like maybe she is. Blah, blah, blah. But then I just thought, I just had to like put that aside. There's no room for that. I think, yeah. you know, us girls are put up against each other enough. So I just want them to win. Do you know what I mean? It's a win for all of us. Thank you for saying that. That's, that is like, you could not have fucking said that better. It's almost like with social media. It's like, as soon as you're presented with this like strange competition slash non-competition but you're looking at them behind like a digital screen and of course their life looks incredible but you're but you need to remember that you're also fucking incredible 
Yeah, and I think it's just so easy to compare yourself to like literally just a fraction of their life. Like people probably look at my Instagram and your Instagram and be like, oh my God, like they've got the best life. But we both know like, you know, I know there's so much more I want to be doing. And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, I'm like, I have shitty days as well where I'm like, I'm not where I want to be, but my Instagram doesn't say that. My Instagram says I'm living my best life and I'm amazing, but we can't be like that all the time. My new thing... I started doing it and it really helps is whenever I feel like I'm kind of letting that like weird, like competition, like jealousy get to me. Say if I'm looking at a girl's picture and I'm feeling a certain way or, or something like that, instead of like, I'll just be like, fuck it. And I'll just like comment something really, really nice. And obviously you should do that anyway. But I just thought instead of letting these like weird competitive factors get to me, I'm just going to turn that into like positive energy and like put it out into the world and it made me feel so much better because when you stop putting yourself up against these people it doesn't matter what anyone else says because I'm not in competition with you like I'm not against you you're not against me so it doesn't matter what that person says because in my head like that's not how I see it and that that really helped yeah yeah for sure and I think too the more you speak into reality like the fact that you commented on someone's page, like that is you also like affirming to the world that like you're allowed to support other women. I feel like the more like you speak that positivity into existence, it fucking, it happens. We're all out here doing our best. Do you know what I mean? Like we're all literally out here just, we're in a pandemic. Mm. We're all trying to make it and we're all just out here on their grand. So I just think you've got to respect it and just, you know, be be positive on everyone's journey. So how do you feel like about TikTok and Instagram and the music industry? I love it as in I obviously think it's so important in this day and age and I know some people don't agree and people are like oh I wish it wasn't like that but do you know what that's life and stuff like shit evolves do you know what I mean and mm-hmm. that, we just have to come with the time so for a while especially with TikTok I was like oh it scares me I don't know how to use it and I never get as many views as I do on Instagram so I'm not going to use it and but I just think it's like you just have to roll with the times and I think it's just another tool it's another pressure point and it's another social media platform that I have to worry about but also it's just another way of saying okay how can I like change my negative thoughts on this into positive and it's like it's just another tool to like maybe get to where you need to be and also I'm just obsessed with being on TikTok as well I'm like mm-hmm. such strong vine energy from it so I'm like uh, yes but um you know I probably wouldn't be where I am today without Instagram as well I'm, I got discovered on there so I think oh wow can you, you tell me to- a little bit more about that Yeah, I just used to post uh, videos of me like singing in my room and posting covers and like little like songs I'd written. And I just used to literally post them on Instagram. I look back on them now and I'm like, oh my God, I was awful. How did anyone like see the good in this? But you did it. (laughs) I did it. I did it. And um, I just got like a few DMs and like a few emails from like managers and I just, it kind of snowballed from there. But even that to me was like so crazy because I, it took a while for me to get to a point where I felt like I was deserving of like any kind of praise or any kind of like, and I know that's kind of crazy to hear because in my music, I'm like, I'm the best bitch, lad. <laughs> but, um, you know, it took a while to get to that place. So when I, when I started getting any kind of recognition, I was like, whoa, like this could actually be a thing that I could do. Yeah. So that was definitely eye-opening. So, you know, I, I do, I have a love-hate relationship with Instagram though, because I do compare myself sometimes mm. as well. Thank you for saying that. I, I mean, I think we all fucking do. And I think when people say they don't, it's, how can you not? Everyone does. It's, it's impossible. It's, that's what it's built for. That's literally what it's, it's built it is. for on that. Yeah. To be speculative inside lives. You, you shouldn't even be. You should be focusing on yours. 
Do you ever get caught up like as a musician in creating content? During lockdown, I think it started to feel more like a chore because before lockdown, like, I never really struggled with social media because I always feel like I try and be quite open and out there anyway. So I feel like I make content without even really feeling like I'm doing that because I'm just like chatting shit on my story or doing whatever. And I enjoy it because it's like I'm connecting with people and my supporters and, you know, that's beautiful and amazing. And, I, you know, why would I not want to do that? But then in lockdown, that was all we had was yeah. just content so then it became more of like a oh god this is the only thing I can do and it kind of started to feel a little bit more like a chore which I didn't like so you know because it was like we're stuck inside and there's only so much you can kind of do that was a bit of a shame because when something that you love starts to feel like a chore or like actually starts to feel like work I'm like oh no I don't like this but we just had to be creative and figure out different ways of of doing things And, and some really great things came of it For sure. For sure. When you're really passionate about something and when it's forced in your face all the time, it kind of like puts a sour taste in your mouth, but you know, you're good at it. So you know that you can pivot, you know, that you can probably find other ways to create, you know, in your house or other ways to teach yourself to write songs or maybe learn a new instrument. I mean, you know, I'm literally, I'm learning the ukulele now, which I probably, ah, what? That's so awesome. Do you play anything else? I've learned, um, I've learned three Billie Eilish songs, which is cool. Oh yes. Love some Billie. Else better to start than with Billy on the ukulele. Yeah, uh, she's a what, what songs can actually can you play by Billy on the ukulele? You're lucky because I've got it right here. Ah, I get, well, ah <laughs> yes. Can you tease us? Okay, wait. So this is party favor by Billy Eilish. I'll just do a little bit. Okay. Don't worry. I'm not gonna like sing the whole thing. <laughs> okay. Deal. I'm so proud. I'm like anyway, I fucking it. love this. Oh my god. Mamul, everyone. <laughs> No, I fucking love it. Like, who, what person can say they're learning a Billie Eilish song on ukulele right now for fun? Started writing. Um, it, this was actually quite like an emotional moment because I've never played an instrument, and then I I started. I wrote my own song on the ukulele like last night, and I was like, oh my goodness. Wow just created something on my own here on an instrument and it was like it's taken me like so many years to like get to this point but I was like you know what when you put your mind to something you can do it that's right I don't know if this is like a weird question but have you ever had imposter syndrome because you haven't played an instrument before now oh my goodness I literally have oh I'm so funny you brought that up because there's so many times where I'll be like in the studio and I'm like, why am I even here? Like, I'm so stupid. <laughs> um, and I think, and I would always compare myself, you know, when I'd go to gigs and I'm like, oh my God, like all these people can play an instrument or, you know, in the studio and everyone would know all these technical terms. And I was like, I just feel like I know nothing. And But then you kind of have to think like, do you know what? I'm actually like a really good writer without it playing an instrument. And the more I was just kind of focused on that, it started to get better. But yeah, I used to really kind of think that I didn't really deserve to be where I was because I wasn't this kind of genius at like theory. And and I think that the, one of the hardest things is like not knowing how to say your point of view. Mm. You know, I'm like, oh, I want it to sound like this, but I don't have the like vocabulary to tell you. And that's something that's quite annoying. But I think once you're over that, there's no point dwelling on not being able to play an instrument if you're not going to just pick it up and learn one. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's all in my control. So that's why I've kind of started to do this. I, I did sort of suffer with that a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's interesting too, because I, I think that 
your specialty is songwriting. I mean, in my opinion, you are such a fucking badass songwriter. Do you write to tell stories or what's your writing process like? I'm sure you get that question a lot. And I wasn't going to ask you that question, but I'm genuinely just curious because on the way up here, I was listening to Dick and I was like, communal Dick. Fuck yes. That, that line, just like incredible. That was one of those lines where like when it came, I literally said out loud, I was like, yes. Yeah. But I honestly, like, it depends. I think a lot of my music is like some, you know, it's really, really personal to me and every single word is the truth. And then sometimes I just take one little element of something and I blow it up. And that's the great thing about writing your own music. You can do whatever the fuck you want and no one can tell you anything. Like, sometimes I'm like, I just want to make, I just want to do something completely like, I want to escape from my own life right now. So I'm going to write something which is completely like, so far away from reality and just get lost in it or sometimes I sometimes find it easier to kind of put things in a ugh, it sounds so like cliche and like I just find it easy to put things in a song <laughs> like talking about it but uh it's, it's true for some reason it depends on on the day and sometimes it like really really flows and sometimes I'm like oh god I'm a bit stuck but it yeah it just it all depends on how I'm feeling yeah. And it happens to everyone. And I think going back to that imposter syndrome too, something to always remember, like, cause I write, like I journal and I blog and something mm. to remember when I feel like I'm like, oh, okay, I'm kind of stuck. Put yourself in a room where you're not the smartest person. You know, I feel like that's always inspirational because when you're around yeah. people who also, I mean, and it's difficult in the pandemic, but I feel like when you're around people who have massively different opinions, it's like, oh, I totally disagree with that. And I can write about it. So but also as well, I feel like, and this is something I've learned recently as well, like it's okay to not have the best ideas all the time. Like it's yeah. okay. And that's another thing. I remember it was like two years ago, I went to the studio and I was just like completely like blocking and I was so embarrassed because I wasn't coming up with anything. And I felt I was really beating myself up about it. And the producer, Two Inch Punch, who's great and we used to, we like did a lot of stuff together at the end of it he was like it's all right you know I can see that you're getting really upset with yourself and like trust me some of the biggest artists in the world like they sometimes will walk into the studio and have nothing like you can't be great every single day it's just not mm. humanly possible yeah. and so now I just when it's not there it's not there and I think forcing it is like the worst thing so I think just sometimes having like a little break and a breather and just accepting that it's not coming to you has been really, really helpful. And because that's all part of the process and being uninspired is completely natural, especially in this time as well, when they're like, nothing's open, like no oh, yeah. one's going out and like doing things. And I'm not getting drunk and going out and making stupid mistakes that I can hmm. write about. Or concerts. We don't have concerts right now. God. Oh God. Uh, I can't even get, I can't even get into that. May, what does your routine look like? Do you have routine? Like a day-to-day, -day, like, do you have anything that grounds you? So you make sure like that you are posting on social media, that you make sure you are, you know, responding to your manager's emails or whatever. Like, how do you in, in the pandemic and in, in 2020 have a routine that helps build success? I mean, this is something I definitely need to work on. Maybe it's like my New Year's resolution. Like, I just, I feel like I could definitely structure my time better. My time management is quite poor so I literally just kind of wing it like every day I'm just like every single day is different I have no routine that's basically. actually fucking incredible I've never heard someone say that it gives you room for play yeah but also it's sort of like get your shit together now come on okay <laughs> um, um yeah I mean totally I think procrastination I mean that's something else I wanted to like bring up is procrastination and like what keeps you 
away from your obligations. Like if you have a routine and you're not meeting it, why aren't you meeting it? Just what makes a successful musician? I think for, you know, creatives on the whole, and I'm sure it's sort of the same for you as well. Like every single day is different and it's really hard to like keep a strict routine because it's not like I'm waking up at the same time, going to the same place every day for the same amount of time. Like every single day I'm going to a different place and I'm, I'm, you know, seeing different people. I'm doing a different thing. So it's like, it's really hard to kind of keep a routine, a structure. And I do my skincare. That's a routine that I try hey, to stick That to. matters. Makes you yeah, feel good. It, Exactly. It, it grounds me. So that's something that, you know, I do. Like, that's probably the one thing that I do, like, religiously, like, I stick to. It's, it's, um, I mean, yeah. hey, that's hey, well-being. That, that totally fucking counts. Again, especially in the pandemic, I think everyone's kind of forgot, like, and I don't know, I wanted to ask you that because I think that people forget that, you know, routines are changing and kind of looking at your life from that outside in, you just, you look so opinionated and free. So that's why I wanted to know that because I think that people have this weird expectation of artists occasionally that they are just like appointment, 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 appointment. And of course that's a thing, but in the pandemic, I think the artists are, I mean, and it's my opinion, are getting a chance to finally figure out what they're best at and how to um, maybe extend themselves in different ways. Exactly. Exactly. So tell me about your new music. New music. Well, um, yes, I released a EP, my latest EP on November the 6th, which is also my little brother's birthday. So it's easy to remember. Yeah, it's no one else, not even you. And I think it was, it's just my favorite, honestly, like such a special body of work to me because it kind of spans over like a two and a half year period of my life. And I think just the people that I was working with and what I was writing about, it was just so it's just me in like music form, if that makes sense. And wow. What I, song is most to you? I think, well, obviously dependent what I felt like. It was a different side to me that people hadn't heard for sure. But I think that's, you know, it's it's kind of a bit more vulnerable, but I think that's pretty honest because it's like vulnerable, but still with that side of like, I'm fucking amazing. <laughs> I mean, hell yeah, because you're saying you don't want to be dependent, which means innately that you're so fucking independent. You don't know how to be dependent almost. Yeah, I think that's what kind of scares me. And I think usually, you know, you would think like, oh, I'm scared to fall in love in case you leave me or you break up with me or you cheat on me. But it's like, I'm actually scared because of my own like sense of self and I don't want to lose that. Because you can physically like feel your kind of control. And obviously that's natural, like in a relationship that like, you have to give up like a little bit of control and power. But that to me is like really scary because I'm like, okay, now you have the power to hurt me, which I don't really enjoy because that means I'm not as independent as I was before. It's a weird way of thinking, but yeah. I kind of wanted to to see if I could write that and for it to make sense. Well, I think it did. It totally did. And I actually think that a lot of people I know relate because I think that a lot of people don't really know how to say, I want to give myself to you, but how can I still remain holy myself? Yeah, exactly. And that's the thing, that song, I don't, you know, it was a love song and I don't do a lot of those. And so I think it was like a way of basically expressing my love to this person without being so like adoring and like, oh, I do anything for you. It was like, I really like you and I hate it. <laughs> is happy fucking birthday, is that a real story? <laughs> yeah, it's a real story. Obviously it's exaggerated. Like in the second verse, I say, 
that we went to Paris and he like left me and like that's completely false oh, I just made shucks. that I know I'm really sorry I mean the visuals are great <laughs> but the visuals you know it's it's all it's 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 art it's art but the yeah I did I did break up with someone on on their birthday but they did deserve it <laughs> <laughs> hey do they know about the song I have no idea I literally <laughs> I've not spoken to them in like five years but I remember I wrote it with, so I did it with Dallas Kay, who's an amazing producer, writer. He's out in LA. He does a lot of the love stuff, who I love. Mm. And um, Ivy Adara, who's another like amazing writer. And I remember we'd been like working on this idea for a while and it wasn't really going anywhere. So then I was like, oh, Dallas, why don't you just like play something on guitar? And just like, let's just go back to basics. And he just started playing that riff and I literally had the song written in like half an hour and it, it just oh. came out of me. And all I knew was I wanted to say happy birthday. Like I wanted it to be like a birthday song. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. I mean, and even like Katy Perry has like a happy birthday song and you want to play it. But like, this is like happy fucking birthday, bitch. See, <laughs> see you never. Um, yeah. What what song's your favorite? I think obviously Dependent because uh, we made it, yeah. you know, it, I, I loved it so much. that I was like, this has to be... This has to be the one. I did a song of Kenny Beats as well, which was insane. And um, we did a song called Plot Twist and it was just me and him in the room. And that was really fun. Oh my God, the energy. Yeah, it was pretty great. And I was just like, oh my God, you're so tall and amazing. (laughs) (laughs) How did you get connected with him? With Kenny? So I think he just heard the music. Like he heard my music somehow. The thing I love about... Kenny is he makes music for some like the biggest stars in the world but also you could be like no one could know who the fuck you are but if he likes you then he likes you and and that's kind of why I like him because he doesn't care he just cares about the music and his production and his just knowledge of music is insane and just being able to like witness that on such an intimate level was really really cool but um wow yeah so he reached out to you my team and his team had been like talking Mm, gotcha he hadn't really like heard the music yet and then he heard it and he was like oh shit yeah like I really like this so then we got in but it was kind of like we didn't really know what was happening for a while and then he like listened to the music and he was like oh yeah this is cool I felt I was like oh my god damn congrats you're doing so incredible right now how does it feel to be a rising pop star like how does it feel right now to gain that recognition can I ask that like is it a weird feeling no, I mean, it's funny because I just, I don't feel that at all. Really? <laughs> uh, that's why it's funny. I feel like I'm always wanting to do the next thing. And once I do one thing, I'm like, oh, I want to do this now. And I have to do this. And I think I've never once felt like, oh my God, like I'm, I've am i made it. Do you know what I mean? Or I, I'm so aware that I have so much more to do. And I think mm. sometimes I should probably pause and like pat myself on the back sometimes. But I find it so hard to do that when I just know how much more I have to like kind of give and to do. So I'm kind of waiting for that moment where it's like, oh my God, this is kind of happening and this is really exciting. And I think obviously the pandemic has kind of stunted that a bit, that feeling of, you know, being able to celebrate things and celebrate the small, the small achievements. But some things happen, which kind of make me go, oh my God, okay. Yeah. Like you are doing really well. But most of the time I'm like, what can I do to like get? Yeah. (laughs) And you know what? Like, that just shows how much of a like real fucking musician you are that that passion is driving you not crazy but you're just obsessed with it you want you want to create you want to write you're like wait a second you haven't seen the best yet and you just put out a fucking EP I just know how big that 
I could go and I could take this. And I feel like I look around me and I've got the most amazing team and I, and I'm literally just like, I have all the kind of ingredients to like, to win. And I know that the most important thing, like I just know my heart is in the right place. And, you know, I look around and I'm just surrounded by like good, like kind people who are really great at their jobs. And I just think I'm like, this, this is going to work out. And sometimes you do get those days where you don't feel like it, it's not, but then something else happens and you're like, Oh no, it is. We're on track. This is good. Yeah. It's just, it's so turbulent. It's so turbulent. Like, it's so up and down, but mostly it's, it's pretty good. It's an, essentially it's just consistency. It sounds like you just got to keep going to figure out what's next. Yeah, exactly. The worst thing you can do is stop or give up or just feel too sorry for yourself for a long period of time. You can feel a bit sorry for yourself sometimes. Everyone does, but then yeah. you've got to like, you, can't, that shit uh-huh. okay. you cannot stop. Like you cannot stop. That's something I've learned. Like the second you stop, you have to restart and it's just more energy and then more energy and you do it again. Restart again, more right. energy. But yeah. why don't you just keep going with that one thing that, you know, fueled you to do it in the first place. So with no one else, not even you, I have a question. Should we consider it an eight-track EP or should we consider it like an album? So it's definitely, I would say, an EP, even though it's a rather long one. But I just feel like it's, yeah, an album. So this EP was kind of just like all the songs that I loved the most at that moment. I was like, these need to be out there and they need to have some kind of recognition. And I just want people to hear them and relate to them. But I think with the album, there's a lot more like thought will be put into it if that makes sense and I think yeah that, so that, that was, is there an album coming is that what I heard there will be an album coming hey, for sure. I can't wait I can't yeah. wait with um when you're finishing the EP with work like that you kind of like escalate again personally that's my favorite I'm gonna geek out for a second that's my favorite song on your EP Thank work you. like that I mean, that that fucking beat is like let's turn I it up I cannot wait to play that song live that is one song where I'm like this is gonna go off oh, like it is oh, so I'm just yeah that that's the sort of thing where I'm like music is amazing and I listen to that song and I'm like this is why I need to get back on tour so people can hear this song and really like yeah actually enjoy it fully you know oh man I can literally just see myself dancing in a club all night to that like all fucking night you know I'm going to we're gonna make that happen yeah, for sure. For sure. All right. Wrapping it up here. May, what is your gold moment? To me, this is something that I started a couple years ago because my gold moment was meeting Lady Gaga face to face and talking about being a female in the music industry. And I was like, surely people in the music industry have that moment. Everyone has that moment where like either you meet someone or something happens and you're like, oh my God, this is my life. And this is why I want to keep going in this industry. What's that oh moment God. for you? There's been like a few things, but I think the most recent one, Phineas reached out to me out of the, like completely out of the blue. He must have seen this on like his explore page. I don't even know, but he commented on, I do like these acoustics and I, we do like videos for them and we make it kind of like a cute moment. And he commented on it and he was like, oh, this is really, really good. And I was like, what the fuck? Oh, yes. Um, He's so he good. Yeah, and he put it on his story and then he, he met, and then I, I just, you know, I was like, oh, thank you so much. Like, this is, this is amazing. And he was like, yeah, like everything about it is, this song is fucking sick. And, and he was like, I would love to like make some music with you. And I was just like, oh my God. Okay, was, hold on. Is this happening? I mean, he's in LA and I'm in London, but. Uh, remote mean, recording. I am, I am obviously down to make it happen. And I think that 
was just such a moment for me where I was like, this is somebody who I think is probably one of the best writers and producers of this generation. Oh yeah. Who I really look up to and really admire and like their work rate and just everything is just so on point and just so like, you just can't compare it to anything. And I was like, they have, you know, just kind of seen my, seen like an, an acoustic and they want to work with me. And I thought, some, when that happens, when it's not set up by a label, when it's not, you know, when someone's not being like paid to like promote, like that was just like a really like organic thing. And, 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 and I kind of, I was like, do you know what? Like I'm fucking sick. Like I am actually, <laughs> yes. I was like, this is this. And so, yeah, it was a bit of a pinch me moment because I'm, I'm such a huge, a huge fan. And I was trying not to fangirl too much. I was like trying to play it cool. I was like, oh, thanks. Where yes. were you? Well, like when you got that, when the moment happened? was in Sweden in my hotel room it was like midnight and I was on my own oh that's the best it was like a weird one because I was like so excited but there was like no one there with me to like (laughs) I was just like "Ah!" in my hotel room like freaking out so that was kind of a moment where I was like this is going you're doing it going good yeah you've got you know you're, you're getting the recognition from like some some great people and that just kind of made me made me happy it matters um, I do have one more actually, and it's it's not on the question sheet, but I used to ask this as well. And given you're so fucking confident, genuinely, like again, from the outside perspective, we all have our days, but your writing just reflects inspiration. What advice do you have for younger girls looking to follow your lead? I would say, and we've kind of touched on it already, but it's just so important just to really, really try and not compare yourself to other people's journey because it's just wasted energy that you could put into something so much better and so much more productive because the amount of hours and hours I wasted worrying and comparing myself and you know a while ago when I wasn't in music and I thought I could never do it it's just such a waste of time so I would say just stop comparing yourself and just do it and whatever you're hesitating about doing and you think people are going to judge you just do it just whatever it is just go just go and like what is the worst that can happen so I think that would be my kind of advice everyone's journey is different and you don't know what goes on behind the scenes so just don't compare yourself and just have have tunnel vision for your own success man that's honest incredible and I I think people take away their uniqueness too when they start comparing and like the music industry and especially women that uniqueness helps us use our voices yeah for sure I thought about this the other day I was like I was like I'm getting to the point where like do I even know what I like anymore? Or do I just want to look like this because everyone else is like, I was like, and then I just started thinking like, what do I actually like? What do I actually want to do? And I think it's really important to remember that. It's like, are you doing this because you actually want to do it? Or are you doing it because you see everyone else doing it and you kind of think that's what you should be doing, you know? Mm -hmm. It's crazy. What are examples of the things that you like? So that other people, when they're like, okay, I don't don't know what I like. I think it's knowing what you don't like. Mm. and what you like what you don't want to be as well even just like with like clothing and stuff like I had a weird like crisis where I was like I don't even know what kind of style I want to be because I'm so fixated on what other people are wearing and what do you want to wear if that makes any sense yeah and then I just started what I wanted which was just like tracksuits every single day and yeah. just like not giving yeah, but that's um, fucking you and you're owning it and you're writing about confidence and, and you're practicing confidence and that just shows that you made that choice. It's never wrong, I don't think. I mean, honestly, this was awesome. Thank you 
Thank you so fucking much. Again, we we believe in you so much with Gold Hand and something that we always try to do is bring in artists that we fucking believe in. Actually, I heard Miley Cyrus on a, on a Zane Lowe podcast say her dad said to never to laugh at someone's bad joke. And I was like, hmm, okay, get that because, you know, the next person is going to have to fake laugh. I feel something like that as well. And it was just like, it was like, girls, like stop laughing at like your colleagues or your bosses or whatever like bad jokes like if it's not funny don't you don't, don't laugh tend to repeat like to just like appease them like you're it's okay I'm so guilty of that I'm like I feel like I'm guilty of being a bit of like a people pleaser sometimes where I just want to make other people feel good but then at the expense of my own kind of like I'm like but did I actually find that funny or do I agree with that or am I just mm-hmm. wanting to protect their feelings and like for what you know so I think it's important to like not do that yeah yeah for sure all right well again like we we believe in you and thank you so much for being here today yeah dude i can't wait for some new music and and no one else not even you is fantastic it could not be any better honestly i appreciate that that's 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 lovely chatting with may was just as easy as i expected it to be she's a fucking natural and deserves the world Be sure to listen to May's No One Else, Not Even You on all streaming platforms now. And tune in every other week as I next chat with Brooke Simpson, finalist on season 13 of The Voice. And you can follow me on Instagram at Alexa A. Ace and Goldhand Girls at Goldhand Girls. 